Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? I am thrilled to announce that I am going to Peru this coming weekend. And I am thrilled to announce that I'm going with you. (laughs) (laughs) This, it's so hard to believe the trip we've been planning for for so long is right around the corner. Right around the corner. I'm scared and excited at the same time. Okay, why are you scared to go to Peru? It's the um, plane again, isn't it, Ramel? It's always about the plane <laughs> and heights. I, I really do hate plane rides. and But this is a lot shorter than going to Hawaii. So really? I'm pretty sure it is. I'm the fact pretty that sure. I don't really know what's real here is the funny thing is that I don't I don't I don't know if she's right. I don't I just remember that the second flight from Texas to Hawaii felt like ever. Yeah. Felt it, it was. like forever. Okay. We'll we'll have to come long, back long and report flight. on what it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are finally going to Peru where the tour guide is our very first host ever for the podcast. Yay, I'll feel a lot. Yeah. Althea Lawton Thompson is we finally we never did we didn't make it to Bali like we used to talk about. We're gonna go to Bali in 2020. Is it 2020? 2020. Yeah. <laughs> but so. then 2020 happened was like bam. It's <laughs> like no Bali for you. <laughs> Just three years later, we made we're 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 going uh, with her to Peru. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it. Uh, And why I wanted to bring it up here is because this is during that trip, we are going to record for the first time video and Uh do our podcast in Peru. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, with with video. So I I think we'll post it on Facebook and and eventually on YouTube. But we're we're going to put this out there because you're going to want to see whatever it is we are about to see. Right. (laughs) Right. 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 (laughs) And it's like, who knew we had a YouTube channel? I mean, you didn't. You were forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't doing anything with it. We because let me just tell it. you, the whole concept of having to be camera ready for podcasting probably would have made me tell Ramel no when she first asked me. Like, I got to make sure my background is nice and my uh-huh. face looks good. And No, oh, so. I don't want to do that. And girl, neither me either. I mean, I'm in my closet. I but mean, that's why we know. haven't done it. Yeah, because it's easier not to. But but I don't think you go to Peru and have these beautiful rainforest jungle Mm -hmm. and the sounds and not capture some some video of that. So that's why we're going to uh, make sure to share that. And I don't know how and when it's going to come out because we're going to be gone for 10 days. Like it takes a day to get there, a day to get back. And our retreat thing is like eight days long. So, yeah, it actually yeah. takes us like, I think, a day and a half, really, to get to where we're going, because we'll get to Peru in a day. But then we have to take another flight the next day to get to the part of the, jun- yeah, the, the jungle area jungle that we're going to. Going to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. So, yay. That's right. It could be <laughs> just as long as Hawaii. Right? It's true. It's true. Right. So anyway, we're really excited about that. And we're excited of what that's going to open up for the podcast. Will we mm-hmm. be a podcast that shows up on Zoom all the time? I don't know about that. I can't really say that that's what we're going to do yet, but we're going to 
put our little toe in on this one and see what happens. Pinky toe first. Yeah. So we'll just see what happens. You know, the first episode of our podcast was kind of like <laughs> fresh and new and 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 naive. So, you know, this one will probably be a lot the same. A lot the same. Yeah. <laughs> a lot the same. Yeah. It's gonna be so much fun. I I know it's gonna be a lot of work for us to do the episode there, but it's yeah. just gonna be it's gonna be a great experience. I already know that. Yeah. Okay, so that'll be fun. Can't wait yeah. to release that mm-hmm. when that's done. So I just wanted to give you something else to look forward to and know what we're excited about. Mm-hmm. But I know you're excited to talk today because we're talking about something. Did y'all she hear her talk really about how excited. you're excited to talk about that? Yes. She is really excited. Like, I, I think she's getting me back for how I was less than thrilled about Lovecraft Country. And it is showing, Ramel. <laughs> well, it is showing. I, you know what? I gained all, I gained like a whole different level of empathy for you for having <laughs> oh to <God>. endure <laughs> Love Calf Country with me because like I was in love with Love Calf Craft Country, like truly in love. And, um, and, but my friend, my sister here, loved you can tell how much she didn't like it so this is going to be a fun conversation (laughs) because i just asked her i said watch one or two watch two episodes and and then see what you think well the good news about queen charlotte is it's only eight episodes so there wasn't Mm -hmm. a whole lot of time commitment once you figured out what your netflix password was right it was just not absolutely (laughs) i got there pretty quickly so we were okay (laughs) so it wasn't and and i actually didn't ask her to look at it all i just wanted to see if she what she thought about it and i think she felt bad about lovecraft country and maybe she was a little curious or about what other people were talking about because other people seemed to like this show you know do i mean like she looks so confused she's like confused as to how is that possible i don't know how this episode is gonna go y'all i just i just want you to know i just want to let you know in the in the beginning that this will be fun (laughs) you already know (sighs) okay but i'm ready okay well i (laughs) want she's giggling okay yeah this this will be fun anyway um i wanted to start off with the fact that I think Shonda Rhimes, who is responsible for this series, this one and Bridgerton, as well as like Grey's Anatomy and so many other yeah. um, different shows, I, I believe that she is the queen of was it racial equity or something mm. because because mm. she she may and she makes crossover shows so she's not making a show where there's all black people because shonda rhimes is a black woman she Mm -hmm. didn't make this show where there were only black characters because a lot of times that's what you see you know black people shows like bet you know black movies it's mainly black characters you may have a few white characters but you know this is a black show she does it really differently she'll have only a few black people in the show which represent the world i live in most of the time you know as mm-hmm. and but they are always in powerful positions so she might not have that many black people but they're in powerful positions and so i can relate i mean it's like i can i i like it it works and it's not too 
it's not all black cast. So there's a good crossover of who's going to watch. She does a fabulous job and she continues it with this where Queen Charlotte is a black queen and she uh, she's she's the queen you know was england so it's like white really really white um mm-hmm. and they work in a lot of the um ex- uh, reasons to have black people to be part of her um ladies and and waiting or whatever the ladies have tea i don't know right. that how that works but you know they work that in because it, it works as part of the script so it makes sense it even makes mm-hmm. sense why there is a black queen um in a scenario where you wouldn't have seen a um, interracial couple back in the day so the the idea of you know so so that just the the optics of that was fascinating and i think i like that about bridgerton that ramel will never watch i I even tell her please don't even try because i want to hear you talk about how much you don't like it so let's not go there there's too many seasons isn't there more than one season i've watched one episode it was just too much can we not talk about that now thank you you're welcome thank you so um i have to confess up front that i don't follow the Royals that much. I don't, that was never part of my historical context that I remember a whole lot that I paid attention to. I think I just like the fictional way that she, that um, Shonda Rhimes brought this together. And so I can't argue one way or the other. And I know Romel has nothing to say on this part about, about how accurate it was historically. But I do know that historically there was some conversation about whether Queen Charlotte was actually um, a mixed cat. Was she black? Yeah. What was her racial stat? So there was at least enough question that Shonda Rhimes could come in and say, yeah, I'm gonna make a story and tell you why she was at least half black and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then go with it. So I love that. I recognize not, except for Bridgerton, for the sake of Bridgerton, I didn't recognize anybody in the cast. Did you? No, I didn't recognize. You mean like even as ca- actors? Just as actors. Yeah, as no, actors. Yeah, the actors themselves. No, I didn't. That was amazing because, yeah, these weren't regular, these weren't American actors and actresses that we are familiar with seeing. So mm-hmm. it was refreshing to see amazing characters who I've never seen before. Mm, I didn't think about it one way or the other, to be honest. Yeah, see, with that's you. the way the, re- the whole episode is going to go, y'all. <laughs> I didn't think about it, but we're gonna press on. <laughs> so we're gonna press on. We're just gonna keep. <laughs> what did you think about Queen Charlotte Ramel? Because you didn't watch Bridgerton for real or anything. So, what was your impression of her as a character? Um, I felt like she was a complex character who, in a lot of ways, is like women today, where they have like this. Um, this soft side that a lot of times society kind of has to be out of them in order for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you see people who are um, women sometimes who are in these higher positions or um, positions uh, of power mm-hmm. and they're not allowed to show their softness mm-hmm. and otherwise it becomes a point of weakness. And so I felt like that was very relatable to me um, in terms of the way she presented herself to the world. It's like she wasn't allowed allowed to have real feelings 
um, that she showed, right. you know, which I think came out in parts of some of the things that she said during the most sad and terrible times. You know, it was just very muted. Her emotions were very muted. Wait, sorrow, sorrow, prayers. Sorrow, sorrow, <laughs> prayers in particular. I will never forget that. I remember when she said that it was so cold. But to be honest, y'all, it sounds to me like thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. I think we say was, that a lot. Yeah. Something happens. Someone mm-hmm. there's a mass shooting somewhere, which is way too common in, in America. And yeah. we send thoughts and prayers. And that's supposed to convey that we sincerely care about what happened. And it doesn't. It actually it does, does the opposite yeah. now. It just feels like I need to say something appropriate. And the politically correct thing <laughs> is to say that. So she she played that role pretty darn good. Because she was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> You know, years before there were thoughts and prayers, there were sorrow, sorrow prayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I've seen people. I'm actually kind of glad that I watched, if nothing Ooh. else, that one episode because everybody seems to be using that in, you know, memes. in jest. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not even just memes, but like in responses, uh, in comments to different posts, and it's like a sarcastic, like, oh, like I care so much. Sorrow, sorrow, <laughs> prayers, you know, but I just thought it was just interesting. I thought that was interesting because it was confusing to me at first. Um, right. Because you hadn't seen it yet. Because I hadn't seen it. But then I, I grew to understand. I like I literally had no concept of what I was watching, like zero. Yeah, like I was none. so surprised she was going to even watch it. But anyway, I was, <laughs> I'm glad. But but, you know, with so many people talking about it for you to understand what that means. So mm-hmm. now when I say sorrow, sorrow, prayers for the first time you hear it, I can't pass that off as like, I'm really sincere. You're going to know I'm being sarcastic as hell, right? If I say right, that, right, right, I can't right, pass that right. off. So now we're on the no, same page. We are uh, on the so same So the page. actress who played that role, I mm-hmm. think she freaking nailed it. Like mm-hmm. she owned the snooty part. I just didn't know how she was going to go from the young lady we met Mm-hmm. who was uh, being forced into this situation to the haughty person who would sit there at the death of her grandchild, I think, mm-hmm. and be just like sorrow, sorrow, prayers. She was like, my problems are more serious than your problems. And, you know, she's like, I can't even worry about this. Now i got a bigger problem because, you know, it was just, I need an heir to the throne. I need ah! an heir to the throne. And this one just died. And now I got to work on some more. I'm like, she was, I know she had to have had some, sadness but you couldn't tell <laughs> you could no, tell you she just couldn't. knew that that meant she had another problem to solve and she it was would, yes it was part of her duty yeah it was her duty and, you know what and, and that was a theme. that mm-hmm. was a theme the duty everybody had a duty and it seemed like during that time nobody could have real joy in life everybody you know so many people especially in the kingdom had to it was it was about duty so mm-hmm. The reason why Queen, Sh- oh gosh, y'all, if you haven't watched it, we're, we're just like spoilers all the way around. I should have put that disclaimer out earlier. Well, yeah. we're going to spoil it. Um, so if you haven't all watched it. it, stop now. Sorrow, Pause. sorrows, prayers. <laughs> you have you have missed the trade already. <laughs> sorrow, <laughs> sorrows, prayers. We have probably already fucked this up for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, well sorry. said. Well said, Ramel. I'm, I'm actually quite proud of you for that one. Like, Thank you. Really proud. Uh, okay. So um, 
the, the, the theme of doing it for the family. So um, when young Charlotte, we, we meet her and we see that she listens to her brother. She, she peeks in on her brother having a conversation and she knows that she is being sold off to be mm -hmm. the queen um, mm -hmm. of England where she had no, she was not in the room. She wasn't in the no. room where it happened, right? She, she, was she wasn't not. in the room. She didn't have anything. Yeah, singing girl. Okay. <laughs> and she didn't um, have any say over what was going to happen for her. And it made it good for her country where she was leaving for her mm -hmm. to, like, it was a political, it was a family structure and her mm -hmm. role in, in building the family and keeping up the name or whatever was to completely lose her own home and go join Mm -hmm. and be the queen so that uh to build the alliances but that was her duty mm -hmm. it was like entering into slavery as a duty i just thought that was i i i can't not see that part that he sold mm -hmm. her off so she loves her brother and and he loves her but she had she has a role to play and that was said so many times mm -hmm. in this series about people who had to do things because they had a role to play yeah and I think I think just as much as, you know, you get up and go to work is a thing for us. It's a theme, right? We have to get up and go to work. It that kind of kind of slavery you, as well. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like, let, let's not put it on the same level as slavery. It is um, you are giving up of yourself. Right. But let's be clear. She's the queen of she's the queen of England or wherever yeah. the hell yeah. she was. Yes. So <laughs> she. I literally don't know. Yeah, but, um, okay. yeah, but she, okay. But, she, you know, she's the queen. It's just that, first of all, she wasn't involved in the, she wasn't involved in the transaction as at all. Um, but she, you know, she's taken okay. care of. So, so then, then it goes back to the king, King mm -hmm. George, who also has a duty. He mm -hmm. has a, I don't know if we ever figured out what, I mean, I know we didn't figure out what his, um psychological mental, mental emotional illness. yeah was we we don't know i don't have an exact um diagnosis of that but he had a problem and his mm -hmm. family wanted to keep control and power and it had to be through him because he was a man mm -hmm. so his mom was basically working him like a puppet like she he was a figurehead and she was running things quote unquote mm -hmm. through him you know, because she would often like to say, well, the king says, and the king, the king ain't said none of that. She's just playing that. He doesn't even want anything to do with it, but he doesn't have a choice. He's the only boy and or whatever. And he has to, um, he has a duty mm -hmm. to keep the family in power by this role. And so they decide to get some black family who, who will be appreciative of the opportunity to be queen, who the woman thought, his mom thought she could control Queen Charlotte too. Huh. because that she'd just fun. be so grateful yes that shirt that says i have a shirt that says underestimate me that'll be fun yeah like queen charlotte must have had that t-shirt on under that <laughs> under the the, the dress the she frock. wrote in on yes. yeah <clears throat> with the whale bones and stuff uh she because <laughs> she's definitely underestimated this one but mm -hmm. uh but it just shows everybody was being played and everybody had that um, that 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 duty and it just made life sound awful. But I have to say, hmm. you know, minus the fact that he had a serious mental illness where he could not love her the way he wanted to or be there for her the way he wanted to. Mm -hmm. 
she didn't do so bad in the in the looks of her husband because i was like mm, that's not bad like shonda <laughs> rhimes does a wonderful job of picking prince charming like men in her series she you wouldn't know because i don't think you watch it how are we even having this conversation okay i don't know i don't know, I don't know. but she <laughs> but she, i think that her her king george was dreamy would you would you agree I think well, I thought he was a nice looking man. Okay, that's perfect. That's my, good he's enough. He's not my type. So I, but I will agree that he was a nice looking <laughs> gentleman. Am I being too difficult? I'm trying not to be. No, you're doing, you're doing fine. You're being you. And that works. <laughs> that works so, that works so well. Anyway, I, he, he was very easy on the eyes. And I really loved the scene where they met each other when she was trying to escape and, and, <laughs> and asking marriage, him for help. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she didn't even know who the dude was. Yeah. She was just like, no, I'm out. Yeah, she's pretty she's certain he'd be a troll, but he was very handsome. And I like that they clicked right away. And I love that Queen Charlotte, um, despite the fact that where she came from, which, by the way, was from money. Let's be clear on this. Mm-hmm. Um, they chose someone for uh, King George who, who he still she still had stuff. She she had her own palace and castle and, and servants. So she wasn't a she poor, wasn't foreign to that. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. foreign to that treatment at all. Right. No, no, no. She she wasn't at all. So uh, just want to clear that up because that that was that was important. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they made a point to recognize the gay couple. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. series. Yeah. I can't yeah. I don't know enough about time frames and history to know if it was cool or safe or accepting to mm-hmm. for for homosexual couples. I, I don't know if that was a if that was a thing. Yeah, I don't know either. Because I, I remember once upon a time back in history, you know, some things were accepted a lot more and then yeah. it wasn't. So I, I, I know they kept it quiet, but they could have kept it quiet because they weren't supposed to have any allegiance these the the uh, homosexual mm-hmm. couple um were both men one was the attendant to and i'm using that term wrong i'm not really the attendant to the king and then the other one was the attendant to the queen, to the queen in the sense that he was always there like mm-hmm. five steps behind her at all times and I, so these these two people were responsible for and they they didn't really get to have a life of their own which was a whole other thing there mm-hmm. were so many servants you see where their whole life was attending to the king mm-hmm. or attending to the crown or, or whatever. Yeah. Which actually, I just want to bring this up. It was actually very interesting when the attendant to the queen um, basically kind of opened up about the fact that he doesn't have any family or outside interest or whatever. And this woman, I thought that she had an opportunity to show show that she was kind or something and she was basically like sorrow sorrow prayers i mean she didn't say that <laughs> she did but, say she that. Just, but, she but so did yeah she, do that? She, she absolutely did she was like wait a minute like she had never stopped to think that mm-hmm. this man who is attending her and five steps away from her at all times didn't have a life of any kind. but that's why i knew that she was sort of meant for the role like mm. she was a part of a class system that didn't think serious, didn't think about the other people around them as much mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. she was supposed to be in a role of is all about me. She came from it's all about me. And even though yeah. she was in a situation uh, pretty much like the king who had a duty, it was still all about her. 
So mm-hmm. she didn't have to think about the fact that nobody else had a life. Um, so she, so I, at first I wondered how she would grow into being who she was as a young lady, 17 years old, I think she was 17, mm-hmm. um, being married off to a stranger uh, in a new land, but, and then becoming who she became as Queen Charlotte. But I, I, I see it. It was always there. Mm-hmm. They did a marvelous job having a younger Queen Charlotte and the older Queen Charlotte. I thought the mm-hmm. the looks worked really well. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The casting and how mm-hmm. it's, it was reasonable. Just like um, uh, Lady Danbury, her mm-hmm. younger self and her older self. I really yeah. thought it, it worked well. And I absolutely girl fan girl the all the social media where they had the young and the the older versions characters mm-hmm. taking pictures together uh-huh. i was all over that because i just love that so much they did such a great job oh that's so good i didn't see any of it yeah i know i just see I, yeah, yeah cause yeah, you sorry. didn't you didn't subscribe and you didn't follow any mm-hmm. of the late yeah i'm oh, gonna good. Need yeah <laughs> okay okay so lady danbury i was gonna say i really want to talk about her the fun, okay, Lady Danbury, I have a lot to say because I watched Bridgerton and I'm not mm-hmm. going to go into that conversation with you because you can't go there with me. I Are there no any listeners out there who would be willing to have to be a third person in a conversation about uh, like Bridgerton one day? Just let us know. Yeah, can't, absolutely. Can't go there with I me. Cannot. I cannot. I'll ask questions. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, what was your take on Lady Danbury? I loved her because I felt like she played the situation like a violin. Like she like she knew she had to be married to this troll of a man in order to have any of the um niceties that come along with being in the uh higher class. Um and but she just she just played a role and she just especially once he died it was so funny to me because she looked like she was just like hallelujah yes Yes. the troll is dead thank goodness but i love that um she as she moved on she realized she didn't she did not need a man she did not want like she didn't want a traditional kind of thing she was like a modern woman before there were modern you know (laughs) Lady Danbury came to the scene playing chess when other she did. people were playing checkers. She was like, mm-mm. Yeah. She, she had a plan. And at first, I was inclined to feel very sorry for her because she was married to a troll of a man. Mm-hmm. And, like, her life was just around. Like, she tolerated him. She was nice. To, like, she was playing her role. But then mm-hmm. I, I got to learn more about her and that she in, her, in and of herself was a um a princess or a queen you know princess in and was some place in africa that she came from right oh that's right that was she her background so and she she came from money and land there but for whatever reason maybe she too had to be married off to somebody mm-hmm. for the sake for for duty or something mm-hmm. and she got married to a troll of a man y'all he was horrible looking and anything she did with him was just strategic for the cause it Even was the mini sex scenes that they showed. I say they show sex scenes. These were not explicit sex scenes at all. And they were comic relief every <laughs> single time because she was clearly thinking about something else. She mm-hmm. was she could have been on a very bumpy bus ride. You know, mm-hmm. the way <laughs> the way they showed their sex mm-hmm. scenes, she was always just like looking at the window. When this Looking ride the- is done, when my stop is done, I'm going to 
take my bath, wash myself of all of that, and then go about my day. You yeah. know, that was the, the way it seemed. So I felt sorry for her, but I also appreciated the uh, comic relief that they brought mm-hmm. in there. Um, and to your point, Ramel, when he died and she had an opportunity to have real romantic feelings for someone, to feel real love and to, um, I'm, I'm very glad she had real sex where, you know, where she yeah. felt something and she mm-hmm. you know, had, had a good experience. I admire her decision to be like, I don't, being with a man, if I, if I can play chess enough, I'm smart enough to claim all of this that I have, I'm never going to not be Lady Danbury. I'm always going to have my title. I'm going to find a yeah. way to keep my title. I'm going to, you know, I'm smart enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And I won't lose it by attaching myself to a man again. And I think that was a big I think that has some that that still exists to some degree in the world that we have now. But this her, her idea that I'm not going to attach myself to a man anymore, and I'm going to see if I can figure out how to make that happen. I respected that. I mean, she could have been a queen, like literally, and she was just like, mm, no thanks. Like, yeah, she passed. She was like, she had the opportunity to marry um, Queen Charlotte's Charlotte's brother. Brother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, but I also, I liked the fact that she used, she used the, uh, what is the king's mother? So what was she in Uh, title? Do you know? Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, whatever. The king's mom, uh, who was the one who um, organized um, the agreement for Queen Charlotte and her son to marry, right? right? But she, but the queen, the former queen or the mother or whatever, the, um, Lady Danbury, I'm sorry, I'm getting backwards, but Lady Danbury mm-hmm. used this woman to solidify her title and was able to foster an agreement so that she could keep this position mm-hmm. in spite of the fact of her husband passing because the way that this title came about. Now you tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like there's a a group of black aristocrats that mm-hmm. came about um maybe as part of this agreement or something. I'm not okay. sure, okay. but mm-hmm. they and they assumed titles um based on this agreement and they were very concerned about the fact that now that this man had passed, what was going to happen because when that man passed, his title disappeared, obviously, and technically so did hers. And that didn't necessarily mean that their son, their oldest son, would have it as well, um, would get it as well. And in fact, they said no, but she worked it out. But I really like the scene where the where the mom, the former queen or right. whoever, I don't know who King, it is. King George's mom. Mm-hmm. King George's mom. Thank you. Um, basically was like, I don't like you, but I like playing the game we play. So I need you to not cry. I need you to pull your crap together so we continue to play chess and whatnot. So game recognizing game is what you're referring to. Yes. What happened is Lady Danbury did all the things she used. Um, the Prince, I mean, King George's mom um, knew that Lady Danbury 
and Queen Charlotte were friends and she was trying to get the insight. She needed a spy to tell her what's going on in that relationship. And she wanted to use Lady Danbury for that. And Lady Danbury playing the chess. She was a master chess player that she was. She was like, I got information you need. And I'm going to work this to make sure I am, I stay in place. So the Mm -hmm. game recognizing game was kind of a fun moment where Lady Danbury was just going to give up and be like, okay, I can't do this. And, and, and the queen, the King's mom was like, wait a minute. I like you. You got game. I want to keep going, pull your shit together. We're going to make, we're going to, you know, I want to be your enemy. You know, I want to keep fighting like this. I thought that was, do you have any friends that you have that you just want to, you, 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 want, you recognize that you, you like to fight or something. You recognize your, your. I find that exhausting. I do. I just, even saying that sounds exhausting. I don't have that because that's not the way I run my life. Yeah. Right. If, we, if you exhaust me, you really don't have a place in my life. It's just. That's exactly. I have other things that can exhaust me. <laughs> I don't need friends that exhaust me too. Right. But in this case, um, I appreciated that. That was kind of a little woman connection not one that i particularly recognize because that's not what i do but i saw it there and i thought it was great and i saw other ways that lady danbury kind of made it so that um she could keep her position and to your point Mm -hmm. just to help give you some words for it though i don't don't think you'll ever speak of this again um the the king's mom kind of referred to this as an experiment we're going to experiment and bring some colored people into our reigns and we just can't have a colored queen we're going to need to um give give titles to other this is i just feel like this is in my mind this is what happened that's what she was saying we're gonna find the other um rich black people in the area and finally give them titles like we did to the white people we'll give them money and land and titles like we did to the Mm -hmm. other people we'll make them the same so that so that this experiment can work because we need this experiment to work because King George is freaking broken. And we all know. Yes. Yeah. He's broken. And so, you know, we need to, you know, so that's Lady Danbury recognized the need in King George's mom and she worked it and she worked it. Yeah. Like you said, she played it like a fiddle and a violin or whatever you said, either way, it was, that was, that was it. So um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Now I know that some people, complained that this show wasn't historically accurate Mm. and that maybe she wasn't actually black. And I could never understand. I think that was the same problem when we watched um, the woman King and yeah, people were like, well, that's not accurate. I'm like, yeah. Have you seen a movie ever before? (laughs) Like it's a movie. It is entertaining. It's based on it. It's, inspired by history and then we made it more fun and interesting right i have never been like i expect my textbooks to be historically accurate right expect expect the history channel to be historically (laughs) i expect movies to be freaking entertaining yeah i cared not at all that this if this wasn't historically accurate if it was i probably wouldn't have been interested in watching i mean like honestly it's not historically accurate from the premise that a black actually no that that, i i think that there was some question about what they actually did i think there is reason to believe there could have been a it could have been a black uh yeah it's a a blackish 
yeah. uh, person in that in okay. that in that role. I think that's the part that history says is possible. It's possible. Okay. It's possible. Okay. So okay. Uh, so that part isn't the part. I don't think it's the part that's the most disputed. But you okay. know, I don't know okay. because I didn't deal in that because I was like, like I'm enjoying cares? the movie. Did you want to enjoy it or not? If you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. Just, I'm with know. you. I'm with you. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't care anyway, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed, um, I like love stories. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. even though King George had a serious mental illness, she loved that man and he loved her and they found a way to make it work. Cause first of all, they had like 15, 18 kids or something like that. They had a lot of kids. I was like, did you really have that many? Like, I know you love him and all, but did y'all figure it out that many times? I guess they did. Mm-hmm. But the point was I'm a fool for a love story. And this was a love story. And I like the way Shonda Rhimes do, do the love stories. And she did not disappoint in this scenario. So I don't know. I I really enjoyed that. And um, I was going to see if there any other final thoughts that I want to have besides it was a great love story. It was a great story. I love Shonda Rhimes. I love how she put it together. I would watch another season of it. I will not put you through it. Um, well, thanks. Yeah, I was hoping. Just say thank you. <laughs> well, I just could, um the whole line about him being mentally ill in some way mm-hmm. i thought was an interesting point of the program because like the way that they treated him i mean he was the king got treated in such a barbaric barbaric what well, how do you say it barbaric way. barbaric thank yes. you barbaric way and um he signed up for it he I mean, did, but his his mother was the one who she started it. You're right. She started it. And he felt like without not without knowing how to make himself better. Mm -hmm. He I believe that he loved Queen Charlotte so much. He wanted to be a good man for her and he tried to be better. And he said, well, if this is what is going to work, I will put myself through all of this barbaric take techniques mm-hmm. and procedures trying to make myself well for her. I think he, mm-hmm. he did what he thought was um, the right thing. And I, I really like, cause um, I like the way Sh- um, Shonda Ram set it up. I, I was really angry with the King, King George when they first got married, cause he left yeah. her alone in the castle and was like, I'm going to live over here and you're going to live over here. And that's for the best, even though I really like you, uh, you know, I'm going to live apart. And I hated him for, you know, sparking a beautiful spark in the beginning for them Mm -hmm. and then just dropping her and not explaining why. And then I like the way the storyline then let us go see what was happening in the background, why he was away from her, not because he wanted to be away from her, because he wanted to get well to get back to her. Yeah, he wanted to protect her too. They did See, that's what pulled me into the show, Mm -hmm. Ramel, that somehow I think just went over your head and didn't pull you in like i just didn't it wasn't my cup of tea it just wasn't my cup of tea apparently monsters and um you know aliens did it for me where how are uh, we even friends how are we even friends you know what i'm gonna i've like i've told you i'm not into like the this queeny kind of period stuff i'm just not into it and i said well at least, you know, there are black people in it. I said, I'll give it a try. 
I said there are eight episodes. There was only so. eight. I think that's what, what did it. She was like, well, I can do eight episodes. Yeah, and you did eight episodes, um, eight or nine for um, Lovecraft. Lovecraft Country. So I was just like, I'm going to do it. And I'm She sacrificed for me. Yeah, I did. She did. She did for me. So, but I mean, I didn't hate it. Let me just say that. I didn't hate it. I understand why people mm-hmm. do indeed love it. Mm-hmm. It just is, it's just not my, it's just not my cup of tea. And if there was like a second, if there was a second season of it, I would not watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I I know. And the rest of the people who are on my side of the fence are like, uh-huh. why are there only eight episodes? We want to see what happens over here and we want to do this. And we love when is the next season coming out? Right. We're excited. I get it. You're Wait, not that it, person. If it doesn't it feed into Bridget, I don't know. I don't, don't know. Don't even start I don't talking. Understand. That, I don't know. Just stop. No, I don't Just want stop. to. Just stop. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So but if we thank talk about you all the so things. I I we talked about enough. Okay, that's we fine. Did. With me. We did. I'm so I proud. I did my of very you. best. You did. I you did. did. It was very entertaining to talk about something. You know, to see that that difference. Whereas I'm like, oh my gosh, this was so great. I can really get deep, and you're like, well, you know, <laughs> I can take it or leave it. It's a, it's a cool thing to have, and I, I'm glad we got that reciprocity. I do yeah. it for you. You do it for me. Absolutely. And then maybe one day. Uh-huh. We'll find something else that we really both like to watch, and we can talk ah, about that. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it right here. There is a Netflix special. Wait, does it have monsters and aliens? I it just need does to know. not. Okay, okay. Keep it talking. does not, and it's called Nine Days. It was released in 2020, and from the trailer, it looks like they, um. Guess who's in it? Wait a minute. Guess who's in it? Your favorite guy. What's that Duke? But I, I okay. didn't. I didn't. You know that was some. If this came to me, but probably because Winston Duke is in it. She but anyway, dude. Okay, mm-hmm. I do. Um, it's supposed to be about, I believe, how people choose like their parents to come into this life. Ooh. And, but I don't know that much about it except for I'm. So wanting to see it, and I think it's just a two-hour thing. Oh, so it's a movie. It's a movie. That's, it's so funny. So we don't even a, know the name of the two-hour things. It's not a series. Yeah, it's a series. Yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, it's a series. But it's it is called, a series. But it's only no, no, two- no, 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 no. I meant. I'm sorry. I think it's a movie, and it's called. No, she said I watched the movie Nine Days mm-hmm. on Netflix, and so I'm excited to see it, and I hope you'll watch that one with me. Okay, and then we can have one because see, I like that too. That sounds yeah. fun. All right, yeah. So, so um, we'll do another, you know, breakdown of talk discussion about a show that we like, and we'll both like it. So that's cool. Yeah, Let's do it. Will it. Be, yeah, I'm a, I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Yay! Well, thank you so much. This was actually fun. I wasn't sure which way I was going to feel about it, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your service. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Oh, gosh. Well, I hope you guys had as much fun as we did. We thank you so much for showing up to hang out with us once again. But until next time, peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. 
And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.